This is Caroline with a K, and you're listening to The First Deal Show. Welcome to The First Deal Show with your host, Caroline with a K. On this show, we're talking about investors' first investment property. Join me for a trip down memory lane as we hear the good, bad, and ugly of that first deal. series that I want to do on mindset. So this is going to be a four-part series. And I thought that I would start the podcast off with this series because something that I noticed in myself and other people that I've met is that we have a lot of limiting beliefs. A limiting belief is an idea that you've come to embody and believe with your life and soul that this is as far as I can go, right? So if you were to draw a line in the sand, you believe that you can't go past this line because this is your limit. And I'm here to tell you that that is a belief that you have instilled in yourself. Everyone can go past the line in the sand. Now, I want to preface that and say that I have done this myself and that you can do it too. So I'm here doing this podcast to show you that I was able to buy my first investment property and you can do it too. So I'm not any fancy person. I didn't, I'm not a a trust fund child. My parents didn't have a lot of money growing up. It's true that anything that you put your mind to, you can accomplish. I'm here to be your cheerleader, educate you, and encourage you by doing this podcast, but also bringing on guests to talk about their first deal and kind of getting over that fear. I didn't have these resources when I was trying to purchase an investment property. I used to listen to the Bigger Podcasts, Bigger Pockets podcast, and I love the show. A lot of the guests we're already super successful, which is not to take away from them, but it's to highlight the fact that sometimes it can be really intimidating to try and do something when somebody's already at a completely higher level than you are. It can be kind of paralyzing because I didn't know where to start. And so all I thought to do was let me educate myself. Let me start by reading books. Let me start by listening to more shows, watching things on YouTube, analyzing deals. And by taking these initial small steps, anyone can do what I did. So with that being said, I want to start this show off with a mindset series. And my reasoning behind that is I would hope that anyone that listens to this is able to take what I preach and apply it to make their lives better. I am a teacher and I do a lot of mindset stuff with my students. So hopefully this is entertaining and educational. Now, before we start talking deep into mindset and how we can master our mindset, 
I want to discuss a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And when I first started teaching, they have this uh, PBIS program that I can't remember what it stands for right now, but I used to teach my students about a fixed and growth mindset. And I think that by way of learning this curriculum and teaching that to my students, it helped me to embody that in myself and to grow. So a mindset is just an established set of attitudes held by somebody. Now, a fixed mindset is a belief that suggests a person has a limited amount of intelligence, skills, or talents. And a growth mindset is the belief that one's intelligence can be grown and developed with persistence, effort, and a focus on learning. I don't know about you, but when I was in school, I never heard these terms. I didn't know what they were. No one talked to me about a fixed and growth mindset. So the fact that in our education system, we're putting these ideas into kids' heads at such a young age is very encouraging for me because had I known these things as a child, I feel like my life would have been much different. Anyways, I'll get off my soapbox now. So a fixed mindset would say, I can't own a home. I don't have enough money. I don't have the time to analyze deals. I don't have the resources. It's impossible. I rent my home and I'm going to rent for the rest of my life. Whereas a growth mindset would look at that situation and ask the question, well, what if I did own my home? How could I own a home? How could I own? Maybe I will rent forever because I live in a city where I can't afford to buy anything. But what if I could own an investment property? And what if I could do it somewhere else? You may even be wondering, what is this girl smoking? I mean, why in the world would I ever be able to purchase a investment property? Well, let's just entertain the idea that most of us will probably live, I think the average woman's lifespan is 75 years old and men, it's right about the same, maybe 70. And so if you're going to live um, until 70 some odd years old, right? And let's say that you work a job for 20 to 30 years, it's going to take you at a minimum, at least for teachers, five years before you're relatively good at your job where you don't feel so stressed out, like you're trying to figure everything out every day. Now, right, there's like a learning curve in doing that thing. When I first started as a teacher, my first year, I would stay up until midnight planning, and then I'd have to wake up at 5 a.m. to go back to work the next day. And if we look at it from the perspective of, well, now I'm in my fourth year, and I pretty much know what I'm going to be doing and where I'll be and I can plan a lot better as far as how I want to integrate things with my students and what I want to do in the classroom. I don't feel as stressed. Granted, at the time, I was going to grad school and working and that in and of itself can be quite stressful. But back to this whole buying investment properties. So with a growth mindset, if I know that it'll take me, let's say, about a year before I have a full understanding of how this whole thing works, I can totally manage to buy a house, right? 
Now, when you look at it from the perspective of, well, most people go to college and they spend four years before they master and have a uh, certain understanding of things in the world, right? Like basic understanding of economics and understanding of science, uh, physical and life sciences, right? That's why they have core curriculums at universities to make sure that you are a well-rounded person by the time you're done with college and that you're an active citizen in the world and giving back, right? You would hope anyways. I won't speak for all schools. I won't speak for all students because I know a lot of students complain about the core curriculum. So, um, but I digress. Now, with a fixed mindset, you might look at time as an issue, right? Like I only have so much time and I'm, it's not really worth my time because, I mean, to be honest, it's a lot of work. What it comes down to is learning a new skill takes time and it's work. So again, I will say this, if you have no interest in either one of those things, I just might not be the podcast for you. Now, I won't discourage you. Again, if you want to listen to me, hey, by all means. I need to cut that out. You guys are going to get so sick of me by the end of this. What I mean to say here is that my first investment property, I didn't buy it until one year later, right? So I started my education in 2015. I picked up Robert Kiyosaki's book. And after reading his book, I thought, wow, this is amazing. This guy's Japanese. I'm part Japanese. Oh man, he's like killing it. He's doing some great things here and teaching me how uh, my income doesn't have to be tied to my time. This is amazing. I want to do this all the time. And I didn't go and buy a house the next day. I'll be totally honest with you. Uh, I didn't have the money, nor did I understand how to do it. I didn't know what a mortgage was. All of those things would come later as I educated myself. So what I want to say to you is that if you're willing to commit the time, if you're willing to put in an hour or two of doing the work, then you can absolutely purchase your first investment property. This is an honor. I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. And I hope that you'll take something away from this because I wish I had these types of resources when I was looking. If someone was offering me information on mindset, I would have eaten that stuff up. I didn't understand what a mindset was. I just knew that I really, really wanted to own a house and I was going to do anything to get me there. 402, I'm here to tell you, you all can do whatever you put your mind to. I'm not kidding when I say that I'm going to be your cheerleader and I'm going to be this gushy kind of almost disgusting, loving parent that wants you to accomplish whatever it is that you want. Now, I'm setting a very low ball goal because I think it can be almost intimidating to say, I'm going to buy 20 houses in my first year. But 402, you can do that. As long as you believe it, you feel it, then you can do anything that you put your mind to. I know it sounds scary and it seems very intimidating right now, 
But over time, you can develop a growth mindset. And again, it takes time. It isn't something that happens overnight. And you really have to think about what are the things that I am thinking of? What is going through my mind? And what are the thoughts that I allow into my space to occupy my mind? And this is where I believe that our mindset is the thing that holds us back the most. Because we have experiences, people, challenges that have come into our lives to push us. And oddly enough, those experiences can also weigh us down. The difference in successful people and people who continue doing and living their lives in the same way that they've always lived it is that they're able to take those experiences and pull out something to teach them whatever it is that they need to move on to the next thing. Because I truly believe at my core that everyone is capable of living the life that he or she chooses. Everyone can live a life that is abundant and full of everything that you want. The only thing holding you back is yourself. And if you can't take a second to think about that and look at yourself and say, what is it that's keeping me here? Why am I stuck? What are the things that I can do to change? Well, then you might as well just pause the podcast now because I don't know if I can help you. That might be a little bit above my pay grade. If you believe or even just open to the idea of change and a possibility of taking small little steps to see the light in this growth mindset, then keep listening. I mean, even if you don't want to change and you just like listening to my voice, like, hey, you can hang out. Caroline with a K has got no problem. All right, let me tell you, I love a good friend who wants to sit there and listen. And I'll tell you, my friends will say, I don't talk much. So this already in and of itself is kind of outside of my zone of comfort. But I do need to say, guys, I love using a microphone. This is probably one of my favorite things. And honestly, this is episode two and I'm already having a blast. So hopefully you don't get too sick of me just yet. But let's get back to mindset (laughs) because clearly I'm having way too much fun here just talking to you guys. The brain is an organ in our body that is constantly learning new things. We have neural pathways that are sending messages to one side, the left and the right side. And I just wanted to sign really scientific. So I just threw in those words. Um, But honestly, your brain is something that's adaptable. And as humans, we adapt and change. That's why we've been able to survive. And that's why our species species hasn't quite yet died out. So 402, I'm here to tell you, you can buy your first investment property. Are you willing to take on the challenge and believe that you're able to do that? If you are, keep listening. We've got three more parts to this four-part series, and I look forward to seeing the change and growth that comes of you and the person that you are meant to be. 
Thank you for listening or watching The First Deal Show. I'm excited for you to buy your first investment property. If this show has helped you in any way, I ask that you share it with someone. 